Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. So Ted Cruz likes porn. Who? Ted Cruz. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Yeah. Apparently he likes Oh wait, porn. she that Canadian? The Canuck. Okay. Yeah. He likes porn. Apparently he likes porn. Like, you, you heard the story, the the Twitter account fiasco. Nah. You didn't hear it? you really nah. didn't hear it? Nah, I've been trying to I've been trying to rid myself of yeah, his, horrible politics. His his Twitter account liked a porn video that was posted by some porn Twitter or some shit like that. And he's been like a very outspoken person when it comes to like being against porn and strippers and strip clubs and anything over overtly sexual that could be a, a danger air quotes to the children in society hmm. and he's been he's been speaking like that for years and years and years and you know i think it was like a couple weeks ago or like a week ago or something like that yeah he came out like his like one one tweet or something like that that people saw like it you know a little heart thing a little like on twitter yeah, yeah, you know, a like yeah a little like yeah uh-huh. yeah he liked a porn video uh i think the video had something to do with a porn star and her fictitious stepdaughter and this other guy and getting it on. And it was he was real quick to come out with a statement saying, "Oh no 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 that that wasn't that wasn't me." You know, there's a lot of people that have access to that account. You know, it was just a staffer that you know liked it by mistake. Methinks the lady doth protest a little bit too much. Hmm. First of all, if you're a staffer of his access to the Twitter, like at the same time. Like, you can't accidentally like a porn video that's been tweeted. Let's be honest, Adam. If you I can't. had access to Ted Cruz's Twitter account, you better believe I would be favoriting some of the most horrible, midget, huge strap-on porn you could think of. Like, yeah, that's 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 kind of my point. Like, I, I would. Somebody, I would. Like, but that's just me. They wouldn't give me access to his account for that reason. Like, it, it, there was no way it was an accident. No way it was an accident. Somebody wanted to, you know, somebody wanted to kind of mess with him. And they wanted to, like, slander him a little bit. No, I think Ted Cruz probably likes porn. Let's oh, be honest. Well, that, yeah, that let's too. Let's be honest. Well, that too. But he I probably wanted... was like, oh, you know, well, scrolling around the porno, the porn hub, and accidentally, maybe he didn't mean to like it, because obviously that was stupid. Yeah. Maybe he's, like, scrolling through the news feed, and his thumb might hit the, hit the, Okay, if I've done it. I've well, done it before. You, on Twitter, you've been on Twitter scrolling through, through porn sites. Um, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Not necessarily uh, just porn, but I'm sure Ted Cruz does. I mean, look at the guy. Well, He's I mean, so uptight. I, I think what you're saying is he was on a porn site and he actually hit a button that like liked it or whatever kind of bullshit. That's it not could a, happen. But but that's but if you're if you're on an actual site. It's going to tell you, are you sure you want to share this with thing? It'll, it'll no, let no, you know. no, no. I mean, if he's on his Twitter feed. Yeah. But that's and my point. What kind he of, follows all these pornos. What kind, of, what kind of weirdo, what kind of weirdo goes to Twitter for their jerk off sessions? Like. I mean, he's Ted Cruz. He, he's, yeah. Didn't his dad kill JFK? Wasn't, was that, is that what Trump told us? I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah I Trump, think that Trump was, old, that was so. a thing. Yeah. You can't you can't listen to what that man says. You know what? I'm not really concerned about Ted Cruz liking porn or not liking porn in his Twitter account. I'm more worried about Donald Trump's Twitter account getting us started in World War Three with North Korea. I gotta, I'm more concerned about that. I got a story about Trump 
later. Not not Trump, but mainly his supporters. Why later? Get, Why not I, now? Because we got to get the show started. Okay, get let's get intro, started. Intro. Welcome back to Four Distraction, folks. I am Adam. Sitting across from me, as always, is the coughing fit man himself. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend of sickness, Scott Malanke. I'm getting better. You are. I'm getting better. Yes, we, uh, we missed a week. Because both Adam and I were ill. Yeah, as you can hear, I've got a bit of a cough. Although, so do I. Although, let's be honest, after last year, you guys should be used to it. Because I had a year where I did nothing but cough yeah. in the microphone. So, I was, I've been so fucking angry for the past, like, two weeks that I've been sick. Because I just lay in bed, and I'm hacking up, I'm, I'm just coughing. And I can't cough anything up, but, like, it's it just coughing it won't stop. And I would just lay in bed and be like, you know, after last year, I should, I should be like... Free from coughing for like the next five years, like I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have to deal with coughing for like another five years. Like I have, like I, I put in the bank like five years worth of coughing just in that one year. So it, it angered me a little bit, but I'm feeling slightly better. I'm feeling better too. That's why we're here. I have a feeling if I didn't have to work so much these days, I might have been able to get better a little bit quicker. But I've been a busy bee, busy, busy bee. Worky work, busy bee. Yeah, working, going to school, programming. All the shit. Speaking France. Podcasting. Francais, podcasting. Public speaking. Fucking bitches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's when I laugh. That's yeah. What I By the way, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to edit out all the coughs for those of you listeners. Just letting you know ahead of time because he's going to cough. I'm going to cough. It's... It's gonna be too much. Be too much. I'm this not is doing cough it. cast. Yeah, cough 2017 cast. cough cast. I'm, I'm I'm not doing it. Deal with but it. But it's great to be back. We couldn't miss two weeks. There's no. no way we could do that. So. And the last time we got together was kind of a shit show too. Well, no, I don't. A little bit. I mean, it was, it was a, a shit. It's a true. Bit. It was. I mean, I'm not saying the podcast is a shit show. The gathering was a shit show. Yeah, I don't have the setup for a group, a huge group podcast like that. I hope. Uh, now that I know that that's a possibility in the future, I'm going to try to get a setup going for that. But basically, it was like eight people sitting around a table, but like two people had to share microphones each. And obviously, I wasn't involved in the podcast. You heard me yelling every now and then when, you know, certain comments are made. But besides that, I wasn't involved because there just wasn't enough room. And I allotted myself to the position of tech. I was a tech that night. So. Yeah, I think we. I feel like we had too many people on the show. A lot of interesting people that I wanted to have on the show. It just we should have broke, broke it up into a couple. It was just too yeah, much Deloney, going on. Deloney had a great idea for that night. And I, thinking back, I wish we would have t- done his idea for how to run that show the way we should have done it. But hindsight's twenty twenty. You live, you learn, you love, then you die. So you live, you learn, you fuck. Yes. Hey, the beer of the show. Beer of the show. Beer of the show is from the Brutus Brewery. Brewery, Brutus Brewing Company in beautiful downtown Sharon, Pennsylvania. We've had a couple of their beers before. This one is one of my favorites from them. I've had this before, and I've won- the last time we had them, I wanted to have this on for the beer of the show, and they were out of it. So I got something different that I didn't like quite as much. But today's beer of the show from Brutus is the Artificial Intelligence. It is their West Coast IPA. And um, I love, love 
West Coast IPAs, man. Weird thought. I just had a weird thought for a beer name. The Artificial Inseminator. I don't know why. You said artificial, and that's the first word that popped Artificial in my head. insemination. Yeah. No, it's the artificial intelligence. I don't I don't make the names, but... Uh, I don't know. That just popped the in my head. I was, like, I was like, what kind of beer would that be? It's the AI. Yeah. It's uh, West Coast IPA. Now, I was in California this summer, and their IPAs there are all West Coast. That's like their thing, because it's the West Coast. And I love them. I love them better. And I'm a big IPA fan, but I like... West Coast IPAs more. They're not quite as bitter, not quite as hoppy. They use a different kind of hops and don't use as many. Um, so I just really like it. And my friends and cousins that I was with out there drinking, they've been out here to our neck of the woods, and they said, yeah, your IPAs out there, the regular IPAs from the East, you guys are all hop. They called us hop heads. Hop heads. Your IPAs are too bittery, too hoppy. So... The ones out there aren't quite as bad, so I'm a big fan of it. It has a little bit of a citrus flavor to it. I pick up on the citrus. Um, I also was just chewing a cough drop, so that probably no, I, changes I, the I, taste a little bit. I taste a little bit of citrus, okay. too. Just a little bit. Just a hint. Okay. Well, I will go first. Um, I love this beer. I think it's great, and I, I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five because it's one of my favorites, and typically... Brutus, I feel their beers are watery, and um, not this one, not this one, and that's why I like it so much, and that's why I'm going to give it a perfect score of a five, because that's my only, oh, their, their beers are tasty there, but I feel like they're too watery, not this one. You throw fives out like left fives. and right. You throw fives out left and right. I like beer, time. Adam. I you don't like, like beer. I, feel, I, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't feel like that. You know, five rating. It's got to be taken with a little bit of a grain of salt, mm. I think, because you, you throw them out like they're hotcakes. You know? I like beer. I want I, I go and I get beers that I like for beer of the show. So that's why it's a five. Yeah, you just throw them out like they're nothing. Um, it's a good beer. It's not too bittery for me. It's it's got almost a perfect amount of bite to it. Um, as you said, we did taste a little bit of the citrus. It's not a very dark beer. It's kind of like in the middle range, I guess you would say. It's, it's a little in between, so it's not too dark. It's not too light either. It's got an amber cloudiness yes. to it, like a typical IPA would. It's an, it's an IPA I can get down with. Kind of a caramel <coughs> tint. It's an, as, you, as everybody knows, I'm not the biggest fan of IPAs, but this tastes like an IPA I can definitely get down with. If I had to rate it, um, give it a four. That's pretty good. That's the highest you've ever given an IPA. It's a, it's a four. You're I could, coming around. I could I could drink this very casually. Like it's actually I'm I could actually just order this in a bar. Yeah. That's how that's how it tastes. You sir so, are coming around. I'm proud of you. Well, give me some more IPAs that taste actually I'm good. Proud of you. And you know, hey. So I watched a movie, Scotty Malaki, recently. I saw Stephen King's It. Oh. 2017. 2017. Stephen King's It. Stephen King's It. The new one with the, who's the, is it, what's the guy, uh, Skizgard, uh, is it Alexander Skizgard or Dan Skizgard? Who? Who plays Pennywise? I'm looking it up right now. He's one of the Skizgards, if I'm saying that right. Skizgard. I'm looking it up right now. It's Bill Skarsgard. Bill Skarsgard. Billy Skarsgard. Yeah. I like him. I like him. Billy Skarsgard here. Shamwow. Uh, no. Uh, Bill Skarsgard, he plays... Pennywise. He did a really good Pennywise, in my opinion. 
Is he better than Tim Curry? That's hard to do. Tim Curry is amazing. Okay. I didn't see the new one. I have not seen the new It. And to be honest with you, the original It, I haven't seen it in years. Years. I don't think I liked it that much. I remember, I, I love Tim Curry, and I think he was terrifying in it. But other than that, the movie itself was, eh. Well, in my humble opinion. The thing to remember about the original movie, it was a made-for-TV movie. It was. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like a cinematic. But so was the stand. <clears throat> Stephen King's the stand, and I love that. It was okay. That Sam was okay. See, I love it. I love the stand, but like, it was also made for TV. Yes. But yeah, it was a made for TV movie, and yes, Tim Curry stole the show in the original. One. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Tim Curry, the movie probably would have sucked. Dude, to be perfectly honest, I remember yeah. being like, "What the fuck?" At the end, he turned into that spider. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was fucking yeah. bull. What the fuck was that? Well, he... that's Just one of tell the, me he doesn't turn into a spider in this that's, one. Well, that's one of the forms that's in his book. Because if you know any... I Before I saw this movie, when the trailer first started coming out, I was watching it, I was like, I'm the kind of person where it's like, I gotta look up the lore. I gotta look up the lore of things that I don't know about. And it's like, I had to look up the lore. I've looked up the lore in, like, Cthulhu shit. I've looked up the lore in, you know, all these other kind of things. Cthulhu stuff. Like, that kind of... Because I told you I was reading... H.P. Lovecraft? Yeah, I started reading that, and I was like, so, like, what exactly is Cthulhu? So I looked up some of the lore in that. Um, I decided to look up the lore for Pennywise. Okay. <clears throat> and Pennywise was, is, like, an entity from, like, another universe. Is another dimension? Is. Kind of, yeah. Or he's, an alien? An no, extraterrestrial? He, no, think of him more like an entity from another dimension. He exists outside Interdimensional of being? Yes, okay. he exists outside of our universe. He's like a god. Essentially, like he is immortal, he lives forever, he lives, he has unlimited power, he can do basically whatever the hell he wants, and he just feeds off of beings. He feeds, and if you if you remember in the uh, Tim Curry, I believe it was a Tim Curry uh, version of it, he mentions that he is the eater of worlds, Galactimus, the eater of worlds. He's the eater of worlds, basically. We need the Silver Surfer. <laughs> yeah, he's. he's <laughs> He is. He calls himself. He refers to himself as the eater of worlds. That's what he does. He goes and he feeds off the fear and he feed of. He chooses children. I think. I think he just chooses children. But anyway, I, I looked into the lore. But he it, eats kids. Yeah, he eats kids. He eats not just the bodies, but he uh, feeds on their fear. That's why he does all the scary shit. I think partially because he enjoys it, but partially because it just tastes so good when they're fearful. Tastes so delicious. And that's kind of referred to a little bit in the new Stephen King. Not so much the whole, he's the eater of worlds or anything like that, but it refer, he refers to, he basically refers to the children's fear and how you're so much more tastier when you're afraid and this and that. Doesn't and that he thing. come back like every 30 years or something it's like that? In the book and this new movie, it's 27 years. 27. In the original one, they they opted to do every 30 years. Okay. He comes out every 27 years, fills himself up, and then hibernates. And every 27 years, he does it again. It's just cycle. How many, how many kids does he have to like put down? Mm. Is there like a, like a earnest scare stupid, like a certain number he's got to get before he... Yeah, he, 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 he dries them all up and he turns them to you know, wood or whatever. He puts little figures and not just... I don't know. I don't think there's... Mulgarian any... Miak. You didn't think I could get any because there's nothing season, huh? <laughs> no, like I think it's just till he's full. I think that's just... It's just till, I think there's a specific number. But anyway, I digress. I think it was a good movie like we were talking about uh the original it tim curry tim curry was the best part of it the difference between that it and the bill skarsgård it tim curry was very charming 
in it. He was a very charming it. He was scary and he was freaky, but he was having fun with it. That's because he's he was, fucking Tim Curry. Okay, yeah, he's he was amazing. That, and it was like he's like you got to play a clown, but you got to play like a monster clown. So he went real clownish with his monster stuff, and it was it was really good. The Bill Skarsgård it was also really good. It did. He didn't and he didn't copy off the Tim Curry. That's the thing. He did his own thing. He was still he was more like a childlike wonder a lot of the times when he was dealing with the kids when he was like scaring them and, and things like that <clears throat> like he would it was almost like he was a a lion playing with his food like it, it was that it was it felt like that but he was really scary like he was horror type like there was the uh I'm, I don't want to spoil it for, but I'll talk about one scene uh he was one of the the you know the chubby kid from thing there was always a stereotypical chubby kid in like the 80s and 90s movies that they would make well there was a stereotypical chubby kid and he was in the basement of this library 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 yeah library and he started getting chased by one of its illusions it was like a headless body dead body that was kind of chasing him and at one point you all of a sudden you hear that goes to science you hear it say turn like hey fat boy and he turns around and it's it just in his clown form, just chasing with like beady red eyes. And it was really, really freaky. Like it was really scary and it wasn't like funny. Like one thing I did enjoy about this movie, it didn't rely too heavily on the jump scares. Like a lot of horror movies today, they rely heavily on almost too heavily on jump scares. Yeah. Like, throwing things in your face. It was really creepy. It was, he was re- every now and then there was a bit of the jump scare, but it wasn't too much. And it, it was actually like, I wouldn't say I was afraid but it was one of those few horror movies where I'm like, I can get down with this. This is this is a good horror movie. It was really good. Was there those <laughs> suspenseful scenes where it's all quiet and somebody's like, you know, you're waiting for a jump scare. You're waiting for something to happen. A real slow played suspenseful scene. Did they have many of those? Because those been, drive me nuts. There might have been a couple of those, but... They didn't end with a jump scare usually. Okay. They right. didn't end with something popping in front of you usually. It was it was more it led to something. So um, they did. If you don't know about the Tim Curry that he made for TV trailer in the nineties that they, the movie they did, it jumped back and forth between adult and childhood, adult and childhood, telling the story of how the kids first fought Pennywise as they were kids and they fought him again as adults. Spoilers for if you didn't know, they didn't do that in this movie. It was all children, all kids, but. There's gonna, it's not a spoiler because we all knew what was going to happen. There's going to be a sequel. There's going to be a sequel. The movie ends with It Chapter 1. Play something. So there's going to be a chapter 2 with them as adults when they have to come back 27 years later and fight Pennywise again. So, once again, there's no spoilers for that because if you knew anything it about it... It made a ton of money, yeah. so they're going to make yeah. a sequel. No one was surprised about that. Yeah, so it's it, they're going to make a sequel. I thought it was good. There was one direction they went with it when it comes... I heard a lot of criticism about the CGI. The CGI looked poor. The CGI didn't look well. The thing about the CGI is they went with a specific style. The scenes with it when he has to do something completely supernatural. Um, The CGI style they did with that, what it felt like to me was really hyper-focused on the Pennywise character, where it's like, if something's going on, like, for example, he's jumping towards you and the camera's real focused in on him, it felt like everything else around him was, like, kind of blurry and it was hyper-focused on the It character, specifically his head. It almost felt like there were times when his head was detached from his body, sort of, where it looked like his body was doing something but his head was perfectly still. It was meant to add, like, an element of fear. Kind of, like, showing you, like, just making you look into Pennywise's eyes. Some people criticized saying it was poor. I thought it was a... I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was a stylized choice for the movie. 
Do you recommend the I do, movie? I do. I actually recommend seeing it in theaters. Yeah? See it in theaters. Um, big screen, you know, take your date to it. It's nice and scary, you know. Hey, something might happen, you know, the date will get close to you. You know how uh, men or women that are pansies get really scared of things and things like that? It's 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 a good, I think it's a good, one of those good scary date movies. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not afraid of clowns. So many people have a fear of clowns. I'm not one. Like, at all. Like, I was a fan of clowns as a kid. Like, I went to really? birthday parties with clowns. I enjoyed clowns. Clowns are creepy. They're just creepy. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not afraid out. of them, I'm but not, they're creepy. I'm not creeped out by them at There's all. There's something like, creepy about a dude putting on, you know, white makeup and some, you know, weird, colorful makeup and a crazy wig and going to entertain children like that. There's something weird about that. Something's going on. Well, to go along with the It story, we're going to talk about Trump. Oh, we are. Speaking of clowns. You, you, you may ask, how can we talk about Stephen King's It and segue into a Trump story? You guys are just, you're, you're just, you're just push, you're just pushing buttons right now. That's all you're doing. You're just riding the donkey. That's all you're doing. Riding the donkey. Riding the donkey. So riding the donkey. You're punching the donkey. Yeah. Or I guess you would say elephant in this case. You're riding the elephant. There was a big movement... Trump, not mean, not Trump, but his supporters decided to put out a big movement on Reddit and Twitter and all this, these other social media sites saying, boycott at least the first couple weeks of Stephen King's It movie. Why? There was a there was a big movement where people were saying, uh, here's the quote from uh, what they're saying. Okay, everyone, please do not get go see Stephen King's new It movie this weekend when it opens. If you have to see it. Wait till after opening weekend so he has a lousy showing this week. Trump stands up for us, so we should stand up for him. Why, oh why, would they bring up Trump in this? Well, Stephen King is very outspoken in his dislike for the president. Right. He's extremely outspoken, and he, see, before it came out, he made a tweet. Apparently, Trump blocked him from his Twitter. Trump can no longer see his Twitter, and Stephen King can no longer tweet at Trump. So, Stephen King put out a tweet saying, uh... Donald Trump blocked me on Twitter. I am hereby blocking him from seeing it or Mr. Mercedes. No clowns for you, Donald. Go float yourself. <laughs> so after that, Trump supporters got real pissed off, and they told everybody to boycott the movie. Give him a give him a lousing opening opening weekend. Make it one of the worst opening weekends ever. Adam, how'd that work out? It worked out the exact opposite of what they wanted. It had one of the best opening weekends. Of any movie. Yes. Like, everybody went to go see this movie. Like, like it's like the <laughs> highest grossing horror film of all time, right? It, it might be. Like, no, I think King, I heard that. Or at least the highest grossing opening for a horror film of all time. Stephen King made buku fucking bucks off this. Off this. Like, yeah. It, it worked out the exact opposite. Nobody, you weren't going to, that was never going to go down. I'm sure some people boycotted the movie, but they were left in the winds of just just the whispers. Trump the loses past. the popular vote again. Like honestly, it wasn't gonna happen. But yeah, I didn't know Stephen King hated Trump as much as he did. I knew he. I was guess a, it makes sense, but I knew he was a big progressive liberal. I know Stephen King's from New England, and <laughs> there's all of eleven Republicans in all of New England. So yeah, but uh, yeah, okay. I'm I'm curious. I mean. Trump can go fuck himself, and I want to see it, so I'm going to go see it, now that you recommend it. They say uh, this isn't the first boycott to go on in the Trump era, but they say it is the most unsuccessful boycott 
by the Trump supporters. It is one of the most unsuccessful. Basically, it did the opposite of Here, what... Trump supporters, take this L. Yeah. So, Adam, there's something I would like to bring up. Um, we may have discussed this before on, on an older podcast, but never really gotten too much in depth with it. It's something that kind of grinds my gears. Something that gets me in a tiffy. Every time you say grinds my gears, you got to pay Seth MacFarlane a uh, little chump of change. Yeah, I don't think that's true. But okay, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, but at any rate, it, it's something I... How I feel, and, and maybe I have a prejudice, I don't know, but it's going to be very unpopular probably with you and with most of the people listening. But, oh boy, I can't wait for this But one. I have... Ha- I have... I have my issues with. Are you ready for this? Service dogs or service animals, we'll say. Why? I just no. Before we go into this, before we go into this, I want you to know that you're probably wrong in what you're going to say. If you say you have a problem with service dog, are you saying you have a problem with service dog being a thing? Not necessarily being a thing, but utilized to the way that they are. And I might be wrong. You, I, you I very might be. well. Just you. I'm gonna hear you out. Okay. You yes, very well. Please might do. Be, might be wrong. Please now. do. And and I'll be so more than happy. So first of all, I'm gonna say I I am an animal lover. I am. I have pretty much had a dog at some point my entire life. A pet, cats, dogs. You've talked about it on the show. You have cats. You have dogs. We love animals. I'm an animal lover. Some say we love them a little too much. Oh, hey. Maybe that- Ted Cruz will find our bestiality porn. Or not, because there's not out there. Dolphin fucker. 2016. Anyway, uh, a video recently came out. I don't know if you saw it. It was it was trending all over social media. No. I tell you, a I young woman, and they were, there was a restaurant. And I think the restaurant was something like uh, Wendy's or an Arby's or Hardee's or Carl's Jr. Something. It looked kind of like that. And whoever recorded it with their, with their smartphone... It was it was poor quality, but they were getting it's one of those you know viral videos where people get into a fight. World Scott's, star Scott's trying to Scott's trying to tell us about some viral video that went out, and he has to make a comment on the quality of said video. It, it was I, I want to paint the picture here. I want everybody. to... The writing was horrible. Whoever produced this movie, oh my god! I will post a link to it on our social media accounts for your distraction. But anyway, it's relevant. She. They they the video starts late. They're already having this argument, and the the young woman is complaining, and she's there with I don't know if it's her husband, her boyfriend, significant other, just a friend. These people came in the restaurant behind them with a giant dog, like mastiff, like Great Dane looking thing. I don't know what kind of breed it was, but it was a huge dog. It had one of the vests on that said service animal, and this lady absolutely loses her shit on these people saying that is a filthy animal it should not be in a place where food is served and prepared there should be a designated area where you have to go with your animal and these people were saying according to the law we have a service animal we can bring our service animal they just get into it hardcore and then they start swearing at each other and it gets completely in trump's america everything like that gets blown out of proportion and I think the I think the woman was wrong. I do. I'm fine with I'm fine with that happening. But I have worked 
in the service industry for over a decade. I have I have seen people, and I'm using air quotes here, bring in their service animal that might be, you know, a toy poodle in their purse, like a Paris Hilton chihuahua, you know, and claim it to be a service animal. And there ain't no fucking way that this little Yorkie is going to be a service animal. I'm sorry. What's it going to do? It's like, is, are you blind? Is it going to be your seeing eye dog? Now, I, I hate to I hate to discriminate based on breed of the dog, but yeah, if you some, racist. I kind of am because if somebody were to come in with a with a lab or a golden retriever or even a, a German shepherd, you know, those kind of you, you you see those dogs more often in in service fields. Like a seeing eye dog. Obviously, that's fine. I, I'm I'm okay with that. But I've seen it. I've I've had people do. It. And I, I don't know the legal aspect of it, but I've seen videos of it before. Other videos where people say it's not legally required by law for them to have their paperwork with them, carry their paperwork with them at all time, saying that their dog is a service pet. I've read stories on here, and now everybody, it's a fucking animal, everybody loves dogs, everybody's going to come to the defense of, well, dogs can smell when you're having a, a low sugar attack and bark, or, or when autistic kids are acting up, it calms them down to pet a dog. Like, therapy dogs are different than service dogs, it's a complete different thing. I just feel that there are people who abuse this system and claim to have these pets service animals when they're not. <coughs> I'm going to read you an article I just pulled up. Okay, I want to hear this article. It's the it's from servicedogcentral.org. Okay, so this site, it's a .org, I respect .orgs, but they're going to be pro-service dog because they yes. wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for service dogs. What breeds of dogs can be a service dog? Okay. That's the title of it. This is a very complex question. I'm just going to read. It's it's a very short thing, so I'm just going to read it all. Yeah, okay. Traditional breed traditional breeds for service dog have been German Shepherds, Labradors, Golden Retrievers. But nowadays, the use of unusual breeds has exploded. Mastiffs are used for mobility work. Chihuahuas are used for diabetic or seizure alerts. If the dog has the temperament, skill, and willingness to work, almost any breed can be used for certain jobs. A Corgi wouldn't work out for pulling a wheelchair but could work out as a hearing dog. Uh, could work as, as a hearing dog. Breeds like pugs and bulldogs don't always make the best service dogs due to the pushed-in noses. This leads to difficult breathing while walking and shorter working life, while toy breeds can do some do some service... Or, uh, end of sentence. While toy dogs breeds can do some service dog jobs they are not often taken seriously by store employees and the public especially if dressed up like someone's child smaller yes. breeds are being used by more disabled people on a fixed income fixed income as they eat less and can live happier in a smaller home a cocker spaniel can alert to a sound just as well as a labrador bully breeds dobermans and rottweilers are used as service dogs as well this can be this can cause problems in areas with breeding specific legislations, aka breed bans. Some cities require service dogs of a banned breed to be muzzled. That's going into something else. Okay. Housing may also be an issue with banned. Okay, that's going into something else. Um, but basically, what it's saying is, <coughs> any pretty much any dog can be a service right, dog. Okay, right. it's specifically for certain types. Like for example, like you if you have 
seizures a lot like you mentioned the chihuahua a chihuahua could be trained to recognize a seizure and alert and start yipping and barking really loud to let people know hey hey something's going on something's going on hey, hey something's going on something's going on not to mention there is the fixed income issue okay smaller dogs do require less of an income so there is in my intro to public speaking class there is somebody who uh is in a wheelchair and she has a service dog as well uh hers is like generic i think i think it's a lab or golden or something like that labs are generic now <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, I mean, like the generic, like you would see as a service dog, oh, like, right, right, like one of those kind of dogs. But she talks about how, you know, it helps her if she gets in trouble, you know, the dog can you know run off and bark or just bark real loud. Or if she drops something, the dog can reach down and pick it up and give it back to her. You, smaller dogs can do the same thing. A smaller dog could, if she, if you drop a piece of paper, a dog can jump down, grab a piece of paper, jump back up and hand it back to you. Or you drop a pencil, they can do the same thing. Little dogs can do the same thing too. I understand. Don't discriminate against the little dogs, and bigger dogs can be used as well for mobility work. If what if what if this person in a wheelchair falls out of her wheelchair? The big dog is strong enough to be able to lift her up, help her lift her up back into the wheelchair if nobody else is around. I understand the usefulness of it. That's not my. That's not a question. The website you pulled up. I don't know. I don't want to take too much time, but does it say anything about certifications? Are you required to have your dog labeled like? I see dogs like the video in question. The dog had like a vest on. Yeah, they usually said service dog. Yeah, I've seen people with a dog with a collar with a leash saying, "Oh, it's a service dog," and you say, "Oh, well, it doesn't have the vest on that says service dog." Do you have any paperwork? And they say, "By law, you're not required to have the paperwork." Well, I don't know if that's true or false, but. I feel like if that if those people are right and you're not required to have your dog labeled a service dog, then people will abuse this. People will bring their little pet and claim it to be a service dog. And then why have them at all? Then just bring dogs in every I think dogs are dirty and they they shouldn't be in places where food is prepared and served. I agree with that. If it's a service dog, obviously that's an exception to the rule. But we need you need to have strict rules and regulations about what classifies as a service dog. And do you have to have it labeled as a service I'm using the word label. I don't think that's correct. Just like have some form of documentation. <coughs> I found something else too. Um, okay. According to this website, ADA.gov. Which it covers the base of the laws of when it comes to service dogs, or at least this particular article has a lot of Q and A's, asking commonly asked questions, and they answer the question for you. Um, it seems like no, the answer is no. They don't have to be registered to be a specific service dog. It's it's not a, it's not part of the law. That's what I was told, and I didn't know if that was true, but apparently it is. Apparently it is. It's a, here's a question: Does the ADA require service animals to be professionally trained? The answer: No. If service dog does not have to be professionally trained, people with disabilities have the right to train the dog themselves and are not required to use a professionally trained dog training program. So if you're good at training dogs, you have the right to train your dog yourself. You don't need to do that. And I don't think a service dog necessarily has to wear a vest, too. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of times they do. I don't, a lot of times they do just because people want to let make sure they know like this just is a service Just to avoid this problem. Exactly. But I think... It's. I don't think it's leak. You. It's, you have to legally have. No, I don't think you do either. And I. That's what I have a problem with. No, I don't. Have a problem I. With d- that. I do have a problem with. Why? That. 
Because there's going to be people, and I have family members, <coughs> I know friends, and it drives me nuts. I have a dog. I love my dog. But when we go somewhere, guess what? Our dog stays home. We don't bring our dog with us. Because you don't need your dog. You don't need your dog. But people with disabilities do. There are a lot of people with disabilities that people, do need their dog. I understand that, and that's fine. Those people with disabilities can bring their dog at them. I'm talking about people who don't have disabilities. People who are fucking fine, and they just like their fucking animal. And they want to bring their animal with them. I have an aunt. She's a real piece of work. She brings her three giant German shepherds with her everywhere she goes. And they're, I shouldn't say that. One of them is a mean motherfucker. It will bite your ass. And the other two are okay. But she brings them fucking everywhere. She goes to the store. She goes to somebody's, uh, my grandfather's house for dinner. She leaves them in the car with the windows cracked. Like, nothing makes me more mad when you, you hear stories about people who leave their pet in the car and they die because it's too what hot. What does that have to do with service dogs? What I'm telling it? you, she would probably, if she does this, she could say, oh, my dogs are service dogs. They're coming in with but me. But does she do that? I don't know. Then it's an irrelevant argument because she doesn't do that. Tell me right now on this podcast that you are sure that no people do that. There are zero people who who say, "Oh, I have a service dog." When it's not, if a you can dog think it, it happens, Scott. That's the exactly what we live in. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. So happen. you're saying that they should have to be registered service dogs. Should dog have either. to be registered service dogs, so that have people have some the, kind of so training. That people have the knowledge that hey, you know, these are service dogs. Is that what you're saying? So that or, no, so that no mistakes are made, so that no confusion is generated. I yes, I think there will be people who would abuse that, who want to bring their dog with them. And they say, oh, this is my little yippy dog on a leash, and I'm calling it a service dog, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Because according to this law, they don't have to have a vest, I don't have to have documentation, I don't have to have a train, I could have trained it myself, and it's coming with me. We were saying, well, what's your disability? You can't ask somebody that. I'm not going to ask somebody what their disability is. Well, I know this person has a disability. Why can't you ask somebody what their disability is? Why can't, why can't That's you? not appropriate. So then shut up what about the something if you're, private. If you're not gonna be if you're not gonna be uh confident enough to ask about their disability, then don't speak up about the service dog then. So you're okay with asking a human being yeah, if that somebody, they have, what if, their disability is, but you're if not I'm okay having with a asking a dog. If I'm, you... if I'm having a conversation with somebody and it's not blatantly obvious what their disability is and they're saying, I got a service dog, I'd be like, Oh, you're disabled, what's your disability? I can't tell. I That's not you... a rude thing to ask. Yes, I feel that it is. <coughs> it's I feel not. That, I feel that it absolutely is. It's hundred percent not. It's HIPAA. You can't. It's it's a medical condition. You're not forced to. Rec- and you know what? And you know what? You know what they say? Well, I'm not comfortable talking about. It. Like, all right, fine. Okay. What do you do? If I'll, I don't care, I'll ask somebody all I want. If I'm having a conversation with somebody and they say, "Oh, I have a service animal, or I have a service pet," I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, uh, well, and if they're not blatant, if they're not obviously disabled, like if they're not in a fucking wheelchair, or I can tell that they don't have like a you know a missing a leg or something like that, or missing an arm, I'll, I'll ask them like, "Oh, I can't even tell. Like, what's your disability? I can't even tell." Just out of curiosity, and if they get if they get really rude about it, I'd be like, "Well, then why did you bring up you have a service dog if you don't want to talk about your disability?" Because or, you don't legally have to. No, but what I'm saying is if I'm in the middle of a conversation and they bring up they have a service animal or they say, oh, this is my service animal, if they're going to bring it up that they have a service animal and I can't and they get pissed off that I ask what their disability is, well, then don't bring up you have a fucking service because animal Because the they place. want to bring their animal into the establishment. Then they can't be rude if I ask them what their disability is. And they don't have to answer you. <clears throat> Just fine. They don't have to answer me, but it doesn't mean I should feel bad about asking. Okay. 
Well, if you don't, that's fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I find that rude, but you can do it. That's fine. Then don't, I just, then don't question their service tag. If you find what? it rude, if you find it rude to ask people about are the better. People that, are more important than animals. I'm sorry. If and, you find it rude to ask about their if, to ask about their disability, then you got to find it rude to ask about their service dog too. Human Leave beings all, have rights. Either, animals do you not. Either, Animals should have rights. They should have rights because more than humans. Because there's Be- something better than humans. I didn't say, I didn't say more than humans. That's not irrelevant. You said human beings have rights. Pets, animals do not. Animals should have rights. Animals are property. But animals they, are property. But they, but they, not all animals should be property in certain ways. Oh, you can't. Obviously, you can't abuse your dog. There's rules and laws against that. So then, animals do have rights. I guess to to a point. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Just as much as you can't destroy somebody's car. <laughs> yes. That's against the law too. So I guess a car has rights. Certain. A car has just as many rights as an as a dog. Then sure, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's sure, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. That's fine. I'm fine with that too. I'm just saying. What I'm saying is, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna be if you think it's not rude to come at somebody because of their service animal, say, why do you need a service dog, but I don't? But then you're like, well, wait a minute, I don't want to ask them what their disability is. But you're gonna come at them because they have a have it a would service be dog. Much easier to say, hey. You gotta have a little vest on your little. Why should they dog. have to do that though? Why should they have to? Just. To establish, it's it's. it's, it's but I just why know. They have I to? know there's going to be assholes that just want to bring their fucking poodle into McDonald's, and because of that, they're going to lie and say they have a disability. They're not going to tell you what it is. And this is my service dog. I don't have to display anything that tells you that was my service dog. I just want, these people this, just want to bring argument, their fucking dog into the store. This argument reminds me of another argument we had before about something else, which might not connect entirely, but. It does connect in a way we're talking about rights and we're talking about people taking advantage of rights and there's nothing that anybody can do about it because you can't prove anything. When we were talking about the transgender bathroom thing and we were having right. the, we were having the argument where right. where you were arguing that it's sh- that you know it doesn't matter you know, if you, you know if you consider yourself a woman you should be able to use a woman bathroom and I said I agree with that but there's another side of the story where it's like how can you prove that this person transgender what if it's just some guy lying about it and he's saying oh i am transgender but he actually wants to go in there so he can peep on you know your daughter taking a taking a whiz right but how do you stop that but uh, you want to register service dogs maybe we should register transgender people too scott you can't compare people to dogs I'm sorry. It's it's apples to kangaroos. It's not like but but no. But I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the dogs. I'm talking about the people that lie about the dogs. No, I wouldn't. <clears throat> you just said anybody. Their you just said you just said anybody. Any old Joe can lie about having a poodle and say, "Oh, that's just service dog," and there's nothing we can do about it. Any old Joe can lie about being transgender, dog- and right. they can go in the bathroom and peep on your daughter. I understand that, but they're people. You have to register the people. The people that the people yes, they're people that are transgender, mm-hmm. and they're also people that are disabled that have service dogs. You have to register your car. You have to register your gun. You should have to register your pet, and you do. People have to have like a dog registration. You have to do it every year, every couple years, I think. But if you want to be a service dog and you want to have your dog, no questions asked, walking into eateries, then you should have a separate certification for that. Well, there's a problem. How much money is that going to cost, though? Some people, it costs money. When you register, it costs money. How you know how much money that the government can charge them if they want to make a lot of money off of disabled Why people? Why does it have to be the government? Why does it have to be the government? Why can't well, it go through a, a charity, a private company? I don't know. Could be the government. Because you want to register because the idea of registering is you register it with the government so the government knows so if something happens that they have it on their record. Car insurances come through private companies. Our, our 
then it'll our cost car insurance, even more. Then it'll cost even more. It would. It'll it cost would. even more. Yes, so basically what you're saying is not only do they have to pay outrageous prices for their doctor's bills, they have to pay outrageous prices to say if they need a wheelchair. <laughs> I agree with that. They have to pay outrageous yes. prices already to take care of a dog, make sure that – because let's be honest. If you have a service dog compared to a regular pet, you're spending way more money on the service dog because it's extremely important to you and you have to make sure it's healthy. If it gets a little cough or a sniffle, you're taking that fucking dog to the vet so that you can make sure that there's nothing wrong with it because it is an investment you in a pet, what... you got a responsibility. It's part of the game. I'm sorry. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, like, you are, they're already, Billy Madison. Yeah, that's it. it. Uh, what I'm saying is, they're already paying out their ass for just being disabled and having to deal with what they're dealing with. Now you're saying, well, they need to pay even more money so they can register just so I have peace of mind and so that there's nothing unfair that happens for me. I had a friend. I can't take my dog anywhere. Why should they? It's the health insurance argument. I can't take my dog anywhere. Why should they get to? I, I don't I, I don't get health insurance for free. Why should they get health insurance? Because for free? everybody should have health insurance for free. But do you understand the argument? Like I can't I can't have this uh, I can have this uh, benefit. Why should they get the benefit? Do you understand that argument? That's, that's I had a friend. Same. I had a friend. I had a friend growing up, and uh, I I don't know the backstory, but terrified of animals, terrified of dogs. I had uh, oh, like I said, I always had a dog, and sometimes I had dogs that weren't. That well behaved, and they jump, you know, lick, you know, nicest things. I never, never heard a fly. But when my friend would come over to my house when we were younger, we had to put the dog in the basement, tie, it, tie it to a tree, do something, while my friend was there because he was mortified of dogs. I don't know if he was attacked or bit when he was younger, something that traumatized him. I don't know, but he was, he never had a dog because he was afraid of them, always afraid of dogs. Um, I find, I find, thought that was weird, but. He was a weirdo. I just find it like, what if he goes somewhere, a kid goes somewhere who's terrified of dogs, and somebody's got a giant bull mastiff waiting in there? Like, the kid's going to be afraid. People are more important than dogs. I'm sorry. I will take that to the grave. I love dogs. I'm an animal friend of the animals, but not when it comes to people. People are more important. So your argument to say, well, the reason why we need this is because, you know, what if you come across some kid that's afraid of dogs and then... That's just one of the many arguments. Yeah, but there there are kids that are afraid of knives. There are kids that are afraid of cars. There are kids that are afraid of all kinds of things. You can't just make one specific argument for that kid because then you're going to have to ban everything. But an animal, it's still an animal. And a car is a car. And there are kids that are afraid of cars. Yes, and cars are much everywhere. more regulated. They're much more regulated. They're everywhere. But what does that have to do with... So, if a kid... I'm not saying ban dogs. But, I'm so saying regulate is, them like we do cars. I, I don't understand your argument. What you're saying is, yeah, the kid's afraid of the, the, kid's afraid of the you know, dogs, so you know, we need to have them registered. But it's not going to take... The fact the dog is registered is not going to take away the kid's fear of dogs because it's still going to be freaking out because there's a dog there. Whether she has a registration well, or not. Well, that's his own problem then. I, like I said, it's the kid, like I said, he was a weirdo. So, but it's own problem I, was just, I was just trying to draw a correlation, but there, there are issues with having these dogs in there. My aunt has a mean fucking dog. I'd be willing to bet service dogs that, that perform these tasks for these people are wonderful creatures. And they've been trained properly and they won't be mean animals. My aunt's dog's a piece of shit and it would bite your ass. And I could see her. I don't know if she does. I can't say yes or no. But I would not be shocked if she were one of the people, if she knew that law that you just read to me from your computer, she'd be like, oh, well, I'm just going to bring my dogs into Kmart. And it'll bite somebody. Bite somebody right in their ass. She, and then they'll get in trouble for it if it bites them because the person can sue them. Right. Yes. My aunt doesn't have a pot to piss in. They're going to get no money from her. But it her. doesn't matter, though. I just think to avoid this... I just want to see 
regulations on these animals. I want, I want, if, if it's, if it's a true to the blue service dog performing a task, helping people with a disability, then I'm a hundred percent fine with it. But I just know that there's going to be these asshole people out there abusing the system. I mean, people complain about people doing that for welfare. Doesn't mean we take welfare off of everybody, but we have regulations behind it. You have to meet these certain classifications, <coughs> and that's what I'm asking. We do. We have next to nothing. Corner having dogs. to post. Corner having to post. We're talking. There it was National Dog Month or some bullshit like that. Sometime I don't. I don't know when this article was written. I don't know, but it says service dogs do not require certification. Okay. First of all, get into this. They're registering a service dog is purely voluntary, but most registry services out there are scams that sell false credentials. So there are services out there that sell false credentials. Getting past that, the thinking behind the reason why it's not required that disabled people have to register their service dog is people with disabilities already have a difficult time and they don't need to be harassed about their service dogs. They already have a difficult time enough dealing with their disability. They don't need to be harassed about the fact that their service dog and whether they need to pay extra money to make sure that they have their dog properly registered. Most people that are disabled, Scott, are going to get a a dog that's properly trained. All right. Majority, majority of the people out there are going to get a dog that is properly trained because they're not looking at it as like, oh, I want a novelty pet so they could take it out in the thing, like blah, blah, this and that thing. The majority of the people... Want a dog that's properly right. trained. The it's, of the the minority it's the takes minority that takes advantage of the thing. Once again, we're going it's back to we're going back to the whole idea of don't let the minority fuck with the majority. Don't let the minority of people who are on uh, uh, welfare fuck with the people that actually the majority that need the welfare. Right. Don't let the minority of people that take advantage of the disabled law fuck with the people that need this law or that or need to not have it law. And I agree with that. <laughs> But here's, you're, you're, you're probably, no, I do you're, agree with that to a point. No, 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 Adam. I agree with that to a point, <coughs> but there's no, there's no regulations at all. There's none. Welfare has serious regulations. Owning a car, owning a gun, these things, they have serious regulations. But it hasn't done anything to help anything, though. So what does it matter if you have to have regulations? Oh, sure it does. It's Absolutely. A, but there's still too much. There's still too many. There's still too there's much. Still too many people that take advantage of the wearful system. There's too many people that kill each other with unregistered gun. There's too many unregistered cars out there. So it's not going to do that much. And not to mention, it, if there were, if there were people run stop signs, were, Adam. If there were, dog, let's get rid of stop signs. If the entire country was plagued by dog attacks and there were left and right monkeys were flinging shit at people <laughs> and there. There was like cats clawing people and little pugs were chewing cats at Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> if there were pugs just nipping at people's ankles and it was a fucking epidemic, then I'd be like, yeah, okay, I get it. You know, whatever. The, yeah, that needs to be a thing. But that's not happening. That was my argument with the transgender. That's not happening. You got happening, me there. You so. got, that was my argument. That was my argument with the transgender bathrooms. They tried to make this big whole fucking stink. About something that's not having birth certificates because what if, like you said, what if there's some pervert who claims to be a female but he just wants to go in there? <coughs> well, that would be a pro- if it was an epidemic of yes. that was happening. Yes, it's not a problem. You know, these people who wanted to lay the law down on transgenders going into whatever bathroom, they made a problem out of nothing. I see what you're saying, and you're saying the same thing for dogs. Here's it's not your a problem. here's your argument that I, that the only thing I'm understanding from your argument. Let me see if you can. 
relay it back to me. Maybe I'm completely getting it completely wrong, but the way I feel like it is you advocately always say, and you've said before, and I, to a certain extent, agree with you that people should have more rights than dogs. Dogs mm-hmm. should not have as many rights than people. Your argument right now simply has to do with the fact that a pet is involved. There's an animal involved, so therefore the rights, there shouldn't have as many rights or anything like that. But the pet's not the thing that's involved. It's a disabled person that is involved. We're not talking about the pet. We're talking about the disabled person. You're like you're pushing for all these extra registration, but like I said, it's going to just cost even more. Their price is going to be racked up even more. And then we're going to have these companies that come out and say, we have the ability to properly register or check your dog and make sure that it's registered, and we can give you a piece of paper that says, yes, my dog is a registered dog for a fee, though. And you're just basically you're just creating you're you're creating a market for a business people to get involved in. That's what can you're doing. Can we have like service potbelly pigs or yeah, there is that service that macaws? Exists. Okay, service macaws, service boa constrictors. Where do we draw the line? Can we can we just get any pet we want and it to be my service animal? If the pet can do something and it can actually help, then yeah, it should be able to do it. If 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 you show me a snake and you say this is my service snake, I'd be like, show me some. Show me what it can do. <laughs> I don't have any qualms. I don't have any, you have qualms about asking them these questions. I will be more than willing to say, "All right, it's a service pet. Show me what it can do." To I've help seen you. a motherfucker kiss a cobra. I've seen him. I've seen it on TV. He kisses the fucking cobra. He does a little thing with his fingers, and he puts that bitch to sleep. Okay, that co- fucking cobra got trained by that Indian man with the turban. Yeah, playing the flute. Yes. Yeah. So I've seen snakes do. No, tricks. but I mean, like, I, what I mean is, show me something to help you. What it can do to help you, like, let me. I'm gonna throw this napkin on the floor. Show me how the snake is gonna help you get that napkin. <laughs> that would be impressive. I would. I would. Pay and to see and you that. know what? If that snake can get that napkin, I'm like, that's the greatest fucking snake <laughs> in the world. You're welcome. You can to have chicken nuggets, snake. <laughs> exactly. Like, if if somebody has a help, if somebody has a helper falcon or some shit like that, I, I I'm I'm gonna be skeptical, but I'm gonna be like. Show me what it can do. I told you. I told you this was going to be an unpopular opinion of mine. I just, I just. You're, kn- but the only, what? but like I said, the only reason why your opinion is like this is because it has to do with animals. You're thinking, you're thinking on the I animal. I the animals. But you, no, what? It, but why I'm saying you're thinking on the animal side. You're thinking like, oh, it, you know, people are taking advantage of this thing. You know, and not all animals are service dogs. Like there needs to be a law against animals. But it's the people. We're talking about the disabled people. The people, the disabled people, are the ones that are going to suffer. Not the animals. The animals aren't going to suffer if you do this law. It's not going to get. It's not the shit. animals They're, that make me mad. It's not the disabled people that make me mad. It's the people who aren't disabled that are bringing their dogs so in. But, and I don't know. I don't know how we get around this without hurting the people who it actually uses. I don't know. But like I'm saying, it's the same. It's the same argument as welfare. Yes. Same argument as the health insurance. The same argument as transfer. It's the same argument. You're just on the opposite end this time. I know, and I don't want. I just like those. I don't want the minority to affect the rest of the majority. I don't. But at the same time, I just oh, it drives me fucking nuts. I sounds know like, these assholes what it are sounds doing. Sounds like it. you're saying is it's not fair. I can't take Prince anywhere. I don't want to bring him. No, I don't. He'd be a pain in my ass. He's not a service dog. I want a I want a service service tiger. That's what I want. I want a service tiger. You know, I, I watch these videos all the time on YouTube about people that like run uh, rescues like in the wild for like they'll find like a baby tiger that's that has its whole family poached and they'll bring the tiger back to raise it and stuff like that. And I'll watch these people and they'll be play they'll be an adult tiger and they'll just get in there and they'll just, like play with it like a dog. They'll smack it across the face a few yeah. times. Tiger will jump on them. They'll wrestle around and everything like that. And I'm like. It's extremely dangerous, and he knows the risk he's taken, so it's fine. But I want to do that too. I'd like to do that. 
Man, I love I've seen I've seen people wrestle with bears. Like, they've raised a bear cub that they saved from the wild who was going to die, and they raised it from a cub to this big fucking nine-foot, 600-pound fucking bear, and they just, the bear just sits behind them, like, you know, like, gives him, like, you know, a little hug from the back, and he's just sitting there, and he's just like, ah, oh, puts his mouth on his head, and he's like, ah, oh, you bear, blah, blah, blah. And they'll wrestle around. I'm like, that's dangerous, but that's cool as shit. I watched a BBC video where they, uh, they went to some remote Amazonian tribe, and they brought them a, a laptop, and they played a video for them of a polar bear family. These freaking tribesmen lost their goddamn minds. Really? They went fucking ape shit. They're like, it was the old. fucking bears are white. <laughs> <laughs> like they, like their heads exploded <laughs> watching them. They're like, why are they white? And I'm like, that makes me laugh because. We have zoos, and I love zoos. I love going and seeing these animals you would never see. But at the same time, I hate giving my money to people who are going to keep these beautiful creatures caged in little tiny pens. But at the same time, I love the animals, and I love seeing them. So it's like a catch-22. I don't know what to do. I'm, I hate the, I, I, I'm the same way, but I'm going to go on a limb here and say if I think pets, some pets, or some animals are a lot more intelligent than they let on. I I, I kind I kind of believe that, and I think some of those animals that are in the zoo are like, I'm fine with it. I don't. I'm not being hunted. Like Madagascar. Yeah, I'm not being. I'm not being hunted. I don't gotta run. I don't gotta look across my shoulder my whole life looking for stuff. I could fucking chill out for the rest of my life. This tubby shit zookeeper James, he brings me my food every fucking day. I get to lay here on my fat ass and I do And you do know a what? Thing. I get to throw my shit at him, and everybody <laughs> thinks it's fucking hilarious. It is amazing life. <laughs> Well, that about does it. Yes. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. It's very good to be back. Hopefully we'll feel better next week. Ideally. I I wouldn't put my money on it, though. No? No. You're right. So, Adam, let the people know how they can get in touch with us at For Your Distraction. If you want to get a hold of us and tell us what you think about service dogs or what you think about slinging your shit at people, Email us, distraction at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and we are on Twitter, distraction at podcast, FYD. <coughs> Our show is on iTunes and it is on SoundCloud. Search for distraction. Like us, rate us, you know, give us a review, share us with your friends. The only way we are going to grow is if you help us grow. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to B-R-E-E-L-Network.com. Got a lot of great shows on there. Share us with your friends. You're going to love it. We got the Movie Guys podcast. Hey, I like that game. You like video games? It's good. If you like movies, even better. The beer of the show is the artificial intelligence from the Brutus Brewing Company in Sharon, Pennsylvania. Et tu, Brute? Yeah, I love it. Big fan of it. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, Big fan good of it. beer. I wish I was... Uh, Feeling a little bit better because I would drink a lot more, but uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. So thanks to everybody over there at the Brutus Brewing Company in Sharon, Pennsylvania. The artificial intelligence is the beer of the show. So nature is kind of bullshit. Um, you ever watch those like insect videos every now and then, like Nat Geo videos or whatever, where it's like the tarantula is the you know one of the greatest hunters in the insect kingdom, except for the tarantula hawk. Because the tarantula hawk stings the tarantula, paralyzes it, and then lays its egg on it so that when the egg or the larva hatches, it eats the fucking tarantula inside out and grows up. 
Nature is bullshit. Could you imagine if that was in fucking real life? I don't consider that real life because it's insects, but could you imagine if it was in like real life? Like we had to deal with that bullshit. It's like the fucking alien thing before it turned, like from the movie Alien. Yeah, the face hugger. Yeah, yeah, the face hugger. It's like the insect version of the face hugger. Yeah, it's that's horrifying. Nature's bullshit. Yeah, nature's fuck nature. Nature's bullshit. And fuck service dogs too. <laughs>